It's noon in Ventnor City, New Jersey, and our nation's capital, Washington, D.C. And this is news that you can use from Car Edge for, well, Friday, March 1st, with your host, me, Ray, ripping our winning Phoenix Suns, barely, and my son, Zach. How are you today, handsome? Doing great. Happy Friday, everyone. Friendly reminder, today's show brought to you by us, Car Edge. Com. Many OEMs have extended their new car programs just a couple days until March 5th. Go take advantage of all that we can do to help you back at CarEdge.com. Now, Dad, the shocking news from Toyota. Do you have a sense for what it is? Oh, 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 my, oh, oh, uh, oh, uh, uh, if I combine gas and electric, would it be hybrid sales? Wow, Dad, you are on the money. Toyota absolutely crushing it. Hybrid boost Toyota sales. Hyundai Kia rebounds. Kia slips again. Excuse me. Hyundai rebounds. Kia slips again. Dad, Toyota sales are up 16%. Excuse me. Yeah, 16. Uh, Lexus is up 17%. Toyota sales up 16% in the month of February. And, Dad, the shocking news here. Yeah. This, folks, this. Toyota dealers have allocation. Vehicles are coming in. This is a text message I got from a Toyota dealer just today. Pumped about allocation. We are getting around 90 units. Biggest allocation we've had in two years. 6,800 units for the Cincinnati region. Folks, you can buy a Toyota on CarEdge.com. Please check it out. But holy cow, man. Toyota is crushing it. Hybrids, allocation, Good, good incentive programs, too. Shocking. It's, a, it's amazing what you can do when you actually have vehicles to sell. Um, yeah. <laughs> and not super expensive ones, right? Like Toyota MSRPs have gone up, but not nearly as much as like, I don't know, Stellantis, who's going to come out on March 5th, on Monday, or March 4th, whatever, with huge incentives. Like Toyota's crushing it. Well, you know, they, they, they've always been the number one or number two selling manufacturer. Um, there's a reason for it. And, and when sales were down a little bit, it was because they couldn't keep up with production. Um, you know, they had all those production issues and well, now they seem to have sorted that out. They have product available and they're allocating it to their dealers, which means dealer inventories will grow. And as those inventories grow, dealers will become more motivated to yep. um, sell them more quickly to earn more uh, and and perhaps sell them uh, for a little less money than they had been prior to this. We've got some Toyotas that, that are $2,000 under MSRP. It was only a few months ago where thinking of a Toyota under MSRP was impossible. Dad, I want to really uh, hone in on this. A lot of what we talk about here on the Ray and Zach channel and over on the Car Edge channel are the affordability crisis. Mm -hmm. And look at the research that we conducted. Justin, thank you, Justin. Happy Friday to Justin. Justin on our team put this article together. He did the research. Toyota prices have increased 19% in five years. Average transaction prices on Toyotas, not MSRPs, but average transaction prices have only increased 19%. No wonder Toyota's having a great February when other competitors, so for example, Hyundai prices have gone up 46% in the mm -hmm. past five years. And obviously we talk about the domestics all the time. Jeep prices going up 61% year over year. I mean, no wonder, Dad, Toyota is having such a strong start to 2024. They have inventory, and they didn't jack up their prices like crazy. Well, maybe, just maybe, their prices were a little higher to begin with. Um, and so they've always been 
the most expensive of the of the Japanese big three. Um, it was Toyota, Honda, Nissan, and then you would see brands like Mazda and Subaru. But Toyota was always the most expensive. So perhaps because they were already at the top of the heap, they couldn't afford uh, to to uh, piss off their customer base by by raising their yeah. their pricing as much as some other brands have. Yeah, that's a fair point. That's a fair point. I, I I get where you're coming from, coming from there. The sales gains over at Toyota Data are across all their makes and models. And the dealers that I've talked to, Toyota dealers that I've talked to, have affirmed that the most popular vehicles are the ones that they're getting inventory of. Sales of the Prius Hybrid, which had just been redesigned and launched a year ago, rose 363%. RAV4 hybrid deliveries jumped 236% to 20,500. Wow. 13 RAV fours were up 44%. Uh, the non-hybrid powertrains, Camrys were up 7%. Corollas up 22%. Tundras up 9%. Tacomas were the ones that were down 70%. Huge discounts on the Tacomas uh, relative to, to their peers. But yeah, Dad, I think this is great news. Absolutely great news for consumers out there because it means Toyota dealers are willing to move metal. Toyota is the most popular brand in the United States. And the prices, although they may have been higher pre-pandemic than mm -hmm. a Jeep was relative to its value, um, you know, they haven't gone up in, uh, an insane amount. And I love that we now have access to Toyota dealers as part of the Car Edge network to get these insights. The oh, most allocation they've had in two years. That's, yeah. that, that's, that, that's like big news, man. No, that's huge news. Um, you know, that, that would indicate to me that, that um, Toyota is, uh, is is has set a path where they they want to attain new sales goals uh, objectives that they've never hit in this country before yep. um which if that is the case and i believe it to be if that's the case then i wouldn't be surprised if we see toyota incentives increase um so that they can chase that new goal and and arm their dealers with some incentives that will help them chase that new goal. So it bodes well for customers. And, and I, you know, I, I read the comments every day. Um, I know, I, I, I know that even if there's savings, even if there's a discount, it's never enough. It's never big enough. It doesn't compensate for the amount of increase that we've seen. I, you know, yeah. But I still subscribe to the same theory that I've always subscribed to. And that if if it's less today than it was yesterday, that's got to be a better thing. Okay? Yeah. It just, it's, yes, it's all relative. I get it. But it's still less than yesterday. And if if moving forward, you can spend less than you would have had to um, three months ago, that's got to be a better thing. Um, it it might not be as less as you would like it to be, but it's still less. So celebrate those little victories when when there is some savings to be had. Um, yes, manufacturers and dealers were greedy. Um, let me help you with something. They always have been. They always will be. Some things will never change. Okay. So so when they've they've made a point to want to make things a little less expensive even though they're still being greedy it's better for consumers it really yeah. is
Yeah, you know, a couple interesting thoughts coming through in the chat here that I want to turn to in just a second. Again, I want to remind everyone, you can buy a Toyota from Carage, on Carage, yes. I should say, not from Carage, it's the dealer behind the scenes. But, you know, we've got these pre-negotiated discounts, free delivery to your door, depending on where you are in the United States. And dad, the pricing is not, not, not bad. I mean, $1,000 under MSRP on a 4Runner, $1,000 under MSRP on Camrys and Camry hybrids, $1,000 under MSRP on the Corolla hatchbacks, $1,000 under MSRP on the Highlanders, the RAV4, the RAV4 hybrids, Tundras, $2,000 under MSRP, the Venza, $1,000 under MSRP. So there's deals to be had over at Toyota. And whether you go through us or not, take advantage of that, especially when, I want to pull this comment up, Kyler saying finding a deal on a pre-owned Toyota or Lexus is impossible. I, I, would you say a new Toyota with some of the subvented interest rates and things like, like probably a better value than the still inflated uh, asking prices for some of the used ones out there? Well, I would think so, especially as as dealer inventory continues to grow, yeah. um, and and the more um, motivated, more aggressive the Toyota dealers are in moving metal and making deals means they should be able to attract more cons more Toyota owners back to their dealership and trade yeah. more Toyotas in. Because the monthly payments are going to be really attractive when you've got leasing you know, support from the manufacturer, even though you should still obviously focus on the OTD. And, and if I may, uh, having read some data this morning, leasing penetration up again in in February, I believe it was up to 23.4% or something like that, which was um, up four or 5% from the previous month. We are going to see the manufacturers begrudgingly support leasing again so that they can once again put their customers in a position to come back every three years to get a new car rather than rather than encourage those same customers to take in a 72-month or 84-month or, in some cases, a 96-month finance deal, where at those length of loans, those poor people won't be able to get out of them yeah. until 50 months, 60 months, 70-some months. You know, you'd, you'd really rather have a customer come back into the marketplace every three years trading in a vehicle that's relatively low mileage than have them come back every six years uh, trading in a vehicle that has double the miles. Yeah, you should expect to continue to see not just Toyota, but all automakers push leasing more and more and more because they know people are in yes. negative equity positions and trying to get to different monthly payments. Let's come here, Dad, to the chat. Adam Crazy Knife Meow. Great avatar. Yeah. FYI, my uh, wife's Jeep has had an eco diesel fuel injection pump recall almost two years now. Never Chrysler again. Two years on a recall, man. Holy cow. We talked about this a little bit the other day. People waiting. They bought a used uh, a CDJR product yes. uh, and have been waiting months for, for a recall to be um, resolved. This is that's that's bad. Um, yeah. <laughs> you know. Uh, there there used to be that old saying, you get what you pay for. 
And and usually if you if, 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 if I know where you're going. Yeah, and usually if 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 you paid less for this stuff, um, well, you know, then you would anticipate that the quality wouldn't be quite as good. But that doesn't hold true anymore because now you don't get anywhere near what you paid for on a Stellantis product, especially a Jeep product, since their average transaction prices have gone up sixty-one percent in the last five years. The quality hasn't gone up one percent. Um, actually, many would suggest that the quality has gone down. So yeah. not only doesn't that old axiom you get what you pay for hold hold true with these products, you don't get anywhere near what you pay for. <laughs> yeah, seriously, that's that, that, well said, Pops, well said. <laughs> Let's go here to Matthew Hoskin, and we're going to switch gears on a new story in just a moment. Matthew, thank you. Thank you, Matthew. When I'm not driving my diesel Land Rover, I'm a 12-mile-per-gallon pop 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 exhaust kind of guy even i'm tempted to pick up a new prius because they look so good there you go toyota's getting market share because they're getting pop 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 guys interested in purchasing their their hybrid pri priuses priuses we'll stick with priuses yeah stick with priuses uh yeah it's it's lexi when it's multiple but 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 i i i think it's a i think it's priuses when it's multiple Good to see Zario here in the chat with us. What about Mazda market share? We'll get their numbers later today. I anticipate Mazda market share has also gone up. Mazda and Toyota are very similar. Very, yeah. very, very similar. They have the same backing. Like when you uh, buy a car from Mazda, you get Mazda financial services. That's Toyota, actually. That's Toyota. So they're very, yeah. they're very connected. I imagine Mazda market share will have gone up. And then, Dad, we have here from David saying, do you have the templates on Carage to use to fill out and send to multiple dealerships? Of course we do, David. Here's the deal, folks. Either go to caredge.com or just Google search caredge space email templates and go under resources and then go to, oh man, where the hell are the email templates? Resources. Okay, we're just going to Google it. Caredge email <laughs> templates. <laughs> oh, that's pretty funny, Zach. Just use the Google machine, gang. Please just use the Google machine. Um, just literally anything you're interested in, just put Caredge either before or after it, and it'll pop right up. There you go. Email templates. Evidently, we have them everywhere. So yes. please, hey, please, please. And would you, would you do that for, you know, I've, I've seen a number of comments um, recently, people wondering, you know, do you negotiate on an ordered car when you order it? Can you can you find uh, by doing the same exact thing? Because I know that we have done. Oh, look at that! Um, and and so for those who are interested, there are free videos on how to negotiate on an ordered vehicle. Man, There's we have a lot of content. This is insane. You're everywhere. Yeah, there uh, you go. Please use the Google machine. They got a better search engine than we do. Uh, do we even have a search engine? <laughs> I don't think so. Going to turn our attention here to a thoughtful contribution from James, and then we're going to switch thank gears. You, James. James, thank you for this. And James, I owe you an email reply. I saw it last night. I will get back to you at some point today. Very busy over here. Well said, gentlemen. Discounts are still discounts, especially for Toyota. Are prices up from 2019? Yes. However, inventory is up and deals are available. Just two years ago, most Toyotas were MSRP at best or had a markup. Spot on. Yes. Spot on. Do you remember um, like the amount of dealer addendum stickers we saw on Toyotas? Like it was, yes. it was insanity. Yeah. And you, now, yeah. You you couldn't look at a Toyota without an additional dealer markup. Um, and today, you know, we're getting upwards of two thousand dollars off, um, off of MSRP. So, yeah, James is 
is exactly right. The discount is still a discount, whether it's the size of the discounts, you it's still a savings. Um, yeah. And I, and I sort of kind of get passionate about that because somewhere along the lines, and, and people just think the stuff should be uh, well close to free. And, and again, that doesn't yeah. work again. Text from a Toyota, Toyota owner just this morning. Biggest allocation we've had in two years. Okay. That's a good That's thing. It. That's a great thing. That's a great, great thing. thing for consumers. And it's not, it's not the uh, owner of a, of a CDJR store, which obviously <laughs> we obvious, we talk about CDJR all the time. That's not CD. That's Toyota. Yeah. That's Toyota. Yeah. The, the, I'm pretty sure owners of CDJR dealerships would like to send you a text that says lowest allocations we've seen in two years. Oh, thank goodness. Uh, <laughs> Speaking of which, probably new programs on Monday or Tuesday from Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram, and for Ford as well. So we'll be interested to see what those are. Dad, we had Rich. We're going to get to that next story in just a moment here. Rich, thank you for the, the kind contribution. I read used cars are going down in price. I read they're going up. What's the deal, Ray and Sons? What's going on in the used car market, Pops? What have you seen most recently? Well, well first of all, I, I only have one son, so it would be Ray and Son. Um, and we're entering tax time and spring selling season. So historically, traditionally, used car prices go up during that time of the year. We know from our friend Brandon at Car Questions Answered that last week, they started to see a huge influx of tax money. Um, one day they sold 14, they sold like 25 cars in two or three days. Um, Even Dan LaGrange yesterday from Key Dad told me that they, they crushed it on the used car side in February. Absolutely crushed it. New cars were slower, but they crushed yeah. it on used cars. So it's just, you know, we're, we're running into the time of year where used car prices historically go up. They they then historically start to go down again, uh, the latter part of May, beginning of June. Um, so, yeah, you're 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 going to see the you'll see a uh, my my supposition is you'll see a slight spike, not a, not a huge spike, but a slight spike. And come the end of May, the beginning of June, you'll see a slight decline. Not a huge decline, but a slight decline. I I think we're still in a situation where there is a shortage of good quality pre-owned cars. And because of that continuing shortage, we will continue to see somewhat elevated pricing. Uh, and, and we won't have as dramatic price changes as we used to because yep. that of, of that ongoing shortage. Completely agree. Completely agree. A slight spike. Some might even call it a small hill. Okay. It's a small hill increase. Yeah, and it's not going to be huge. But that's why we put out a video on the Car Edge channel. I think um, we said wait until June. Wait until Memorial yeah. Day. Memorial Day for used cars. I think I think March for new cars. You're going to see big, big, big incentives at some of the brands. And I think I think all of 2024 is going to be a buyer's market. So anyway, and anyway, and, and, anyway. and the only other thing that can impact it would be. Uh, growing new car inventories and and uh, more aggressive uh, new car pricing. When and when you have that, that can oftentimes impact a used car values and used car pricing. Yeah. So that's Absolutely. why I think it'll only be 
or a small hill. It ain't small. It ain't. Hill. Yeah, it ain't gonna be. It ain't gonna be Mount Everest. No Mount Everest. All right, Dad, let's switch gears. We got one other big story that I wanted to talk about today, which was we've got the latest data coming out from Experian, Dad, on the state of auto finance. And the story continues to be the same here. We are on a slow trek seemingly towards Mount Everest when it comes to auto loan delinquency rates. We have new records for 30 and 60 day delinquency rates in the auto industry. Uh, Just to be very clear here, we have never seen quite as high auto loan delinquency rates of both 30 and 60 days, both in terms of number of accounts as a percentage that are in delinquency and total dollar amounts of accounts that are in delinquency. I don't know if this is, we talk about it frequently, other YouTube channels talk about, this is a huge deal. This is a huge story. This is also why we think leasing will probably become more and more popular because people who are upside down and going delinquent on their auto loans want to get a better monthly payment. And well, they're going to roll negative. Act. Like, there's a huge let, story. Let, 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 let me suggest one thing to you. Um, one of the greatest ways to get rid of negative equity is to roll it into a lease, and then it's gone in three years. If you, however, are delinquent on your auto loan, um, you ain't rolling that delinquent amount, that that negative equity amount, into a lease because. You have to have a better credit rating to qualify for a lease than you do for a purchase. So if you are one of those unfortunate people that are delinquent and you're thinking, okay, I'll just I'll just get a lease, probably isn't going to happen. A bank isn't going to to assume greater responsibility risk, yeah. and greater risk on a lease with somebody who's already shown that they're having difficulty handling a car payment. Yeah. Just yeah. just throw that out there. Yeah, and typically you need a better credit profile to get You do. Absolutely you do. Yeah. So that I find it interesting the delinquency rates both across new and used cars show a huge disparity. You can see that the delinquency rate, 60-day delinquency rate that Experian puts out is almost half a point, half a percent, excuse me, on new vehicles, yet it's 1.32% on used vehicles, more than two and a half times used vehicles or two and a half times new vehicles is what the used delinquency rate is, which suggests to me, dad, yes, people who are really feeling the pain right now are those people who over the past two, three years paid a premium on used cars that probably weren't worth it. They're probably upside down. And and I think it just demonstrates some of the, the collateral damage of what happened during a time where many people got equity out of selling used cars, yes. but a lot of people also got buried buying their, their, their new to them used car. Yes, absolutely. And and as we discussed the other day, um, you know, the, the, the blame for all that falls on three parties. The bank for agreeing to finance more than they should, the dealership for asking more than, than they should for the vehicle, and most importantly, the consumer, the customer, um, not having um, enough discipline to say no, uh, yeah. and, and, and agreeing to sign up for something that they probably suspected, uh, might be difficult for them to, uh, to make the payment. So, you know, there, yeah. there's, there's, there's a lot of blame to go around, but ultimately the blame stops with the customer because it's the customer's responsibility to protect themselves. Yeah. I will tell you, Dad. I'm helping a gentleman in our community named Chris. Um, Chris is looking to get a new a new pickup truck, and he's he's underwater. Um, mm-hmm. And Chris told told me a story, Dad, 
his neighbor who worked at a car dealership helped him out getting his last his last truck. And he told me that, you know, Chris trusted his neighbor, so he just, you know, signed the paperwork. And it was only after he found our videos and found us that he reviewed the paperwork and realized that there were a bunch of add-ons and extras that his own neighbor, you know, who worked at the dealership set the deal up and he said he was fuming. And so, you know, he came to us for help this time around. And I'm yeah. like, but so, so yes, the responsibility is on us. It's also terrible how this industry is set up to take advantage of people who, you know, don't necessarily uh, take that responsibility. I, I am, I am not absolving either yeah. the banks, the dealerships or the customers. Okay. All share blame, but ultimately people have to assume personal responsibility. You have to read everything you're asked to sign. You have to know what you're agreeing to. And, and, and I get it that you trust your neighbor and, and, you know, I, I, I might do the same thing and then be mad as hell at myself for, for knowing better and not having done what I should have done. But ultimately it depends on me. Totally. We're we're yeah. good. We're good. Let's not let's not go there today. We're good. We get it. We get it. We'll save we'll save preaching papa for uh for tomorrow night when we when we uh when we do a show. Are yeah, we doing a show tomorrow here. night? I thought I was hanging out with where are let's we do doing the show from? Help. Let's do it. Let's do it from the dinner table. I don't know. We'll figure it out. Um oh maybe I don't know. TVD. TVD I, on a show tomorrow. Oh well, I, I would I would love to do a show tomorrow, and um, you know perhaps we could have your your sister and and your brother in law say hello, and even uh, Layla the super dog. The super For those dog. of you that have joined late, the the big Toyota news is this: allocations are improving for dealers out there. This is a text from a dealer, uh, you know, saying that they've got the most allocation coming in two years as sales have increased sixteen percent in the month of February. So great news. If you're a Toyota shopper out there, there's more and more momentum on the Toyota side of things. And then we've got here down from Eric. Thank Thank you, Eric. Which automakers are actually improving in quality Mazda and Hyundai. I don't think I'd throw Hyundai in there. Um, You know, considering, considering uh, some of the issues with the new 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe, with the eight-speed double-clutch trans- automatic transmissions that have been failing, I don't know that I would throw Hyundai in there. Um, but you know, there have to be some aspects of of their quality control that has improved. Mazda, I've always felt, has had good quality control. Um, Subaru, we've always had good luck with. Doesn't doesn't mean that every one of them is going to be great. Um, you know, I, I I think I tend to agree with Igor here too. And BMW has improved their their quality, um, and and I know that even translated um, into the their Mini brand. Um, you know, there was a, when I first got the Mini. You know, we we had Chrysler engines and Peugeot engines, and you know, holy we, cow! Yeah, I mean, you know, you want to talk about having some crap engines? We had them. Mini had them, and. Uh, you know, today they're BMW engines. They're much better than they've ever been. Um, you know, I, so, you know. But I think that that's the importance of the question. It's like, who's improved the most versus who is, you know, I mean, like, if, it's kind of like to your point earlier about the Toyota prices. They've only gone up 19% in yes. five years, but they were already kind of expensive. Yes. Um, but it, I, it, it's, it's, it's an interesting point. 
an if you if you start there. at the bottom quality wise, then obviously it's easier to improve the most and still we'll answer, be more quality. <laughs> yeah, we'll answer that question in three years, and it'll be Ford. You know, who's <laughs> improved as before? How how come? Because they were at the bottom of the pack. You know, it's yeah. not that hard when you're. It's that it's that famous quote, Dad. You started from the bottom. Now you're here. All right. Can we switch yes. to our favorite segment of the show? Really? You've got to be kidding me. All right. Now, unfortunately, I don't owe the executive compensation for Fisker because I imagine that executive <laughs> made a ton of money. But Fisker raises, quote, substantial doubt. Yes. A going concern. Mm. After $463 million Q4 net loss, 15% workforce cut plan. Dad, we're losing potentially another EV automaker. That's story numero uno story number two yes comes by way of did you see that did you see the first cyber truck yes hit the wholesale auction blocks yes at Mannheim yeah. and sold for two hundred and forty four thousand five hundred dollars it actually sold for two hundred and forty four thousand even uh they to were the Porsche to, yeah. South Orlando dealership yeah um yes and and may I say about the Fisker thing Yes. Um, you know they're looking they're looking for uh to join forces with a large um, car maker my suggestion to fisker would be to uh, to get together with lucid because nobody nobody can help them find the money they need to continue better than lucid could because you know they they're just digging deep into the uh, into the wealth fund from saudi arabia so yeah. you know that's what fisker needs um they need to hook, and, and you know, all they probably have to to uh, to promise the CEO of of Lucid, Mister uh, uh, Rollinson, I think it is. Yeah. Um, it, all all they'd have to do is maybe offer him, you know, uh, you know, fifty, sixty, seventy million bucks, because you know, he's shown how you can make a poop ton of money uh, <laughs> as your as your uh, manufacturing concern is losing billions of dollars. Now, as far as that cyber. As, as that cyber truck. <sighs> yeah, I guess, you, you know, the, one of the first things I learned in the car business back in 1977 is there's an ass for every seat and there's a seat for every ass. Um, and, and, you know, whoever, whoever would, I mean, they, they spent $244,000 to buy it. They're expecting to sell it and make a profit. Now, what what do they think would be a fair profit to make? Ten percent, okay. So they're going to be looking to to at least sell it for two hundred and sixty five, two hundred and seventy thousand dollars. Anybody who needs a cyber truck that bad, yeah, needs to seek professional counseling. You have such a low esteem. <laughs> you 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 have such a weak self-image. Um, you, you know what? Just g- give me fifty grand, and I'll—I I swear to God, I'll call you every day and pump your ass up. Okay, I'll—I'll—I'll yeah. I'll, I'll say wonderful things to you. I'll—I'll—I'll I'll, I'll hit you with affirmation after affirmation. But if you need to spend three hundred thousand dollars to prove your worth to to the people around you, you need help. In my opinion, in, just in your opinion, yeah, that that's one definitely to couch in your opinion. I think you're onto something, though. I think you're definitely onto something. That's incredible, man. Absolutely yeah. incredible. 
Yeah, yeah I'll save much. him. I'll save him a quarter of a million dollars. Just give me fifty grand. I'll call you every day. Every day, every day. <laughs> You're funny, man. Yeah. All right, let's keep it going here in the chat. We've got an electric show in about uh, fifteen minutes over on Car Edge Electric, so tune into that. But yes. before that, Fly Chomper Fly, thank you for the contribution. I was lucky to be able to wait, but there's also prob uh, the probability when someone needs a car to get to work during the uh, pandemic, and even if uh, you read, you may not. Uh, even if you're ready, you might not get it. Yes, definitely. The shortages were really bad. And again, the big and really good news today is the shortages are going away. Toyota, the manufacturer that has the lowest market day supply in the United States of America. Sales are up. Allocations are up. Good news for customers. From 9 mil Norm, good to see you here. Yes. My wife and I are in the used SUV marketing and considering a hybrid. How do hybrids work? It's a really great question. I don't, I'm, I'm definitely not an engineer, but... Well, I'm not an engineer work. either, but, you know, they have a gas motor and they have an electric motor and, and they switch between the two. That That's how, yeah. and, and, and some, some are plug-in hybrids, which means you get to charge the electric motion, motor portion of it. And, and some, uh, just through driving the car, it charges that's the exactly. electric motor portion of it. So that's And hybrids are... Hybrids are the most popular, uh, most fastest growing category of uh, powertrains. So definitely, definitely a good option out there. Sorry to cut you off, Pops. No, that's that, that's fine. I needed to be cut off. All right. Again, folks, caredge.com. So we're talking about Toyotas and all that fun stuff. We are now in the business of getting a vehicle in your driveway. Thank you to everyone who has supported us. We had an awesome February and we're looking forward to helping even more people in March, again, we have all sorts of things we can do to help as well as using the car search so you can access all sorts of data like market day supply and our fair price algorithm to know what to pay if you don't want to purchase through Car Edge. So please, please, please come take a look. Um, really, really proud of the work that our team is doing and hopefully we can help you. And one final one before we call it a show from Scott Swanson. Scott, thank you for the kind contribution. Yes. Love, the, uh, love the streams, guys. I'm looking at a Jeep Wrangler 2019 with 130,000 miles on well below market, but out of town, so no known mechanic for pre-inspection. Any advice? Yeah, don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Come on, man. It's a Wrangler with 130,000 miles on it, and he can't get a pre-purchase inspection done. What, what could possibly go wrong in that scenario? Scott, I think $5 was a very thoughtful contribution, but my dad just saved you tens of thousands. Well done, Papa Chef Scott. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you know, that, you know, the right move is to pass. <laughs> Pre-purchase inspection, definitely get them on a used car. Dad, I love you. Enjoy the show. I look forward to seeing you. What time do you arrive tomorrow? Uh, the same time as I did last time, which I think is right around 3 o'clock. 3 o'clock. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I'll pick you up from the train station. And I understand it's supposed to be like in the 60s tomorrow and Sunday in Washington, D.C. Well, it's supposed to only be around 50 here at the seashore. So I'll be damn glad to be in that rat infested neighborhood of yours tomorrow. <laughs> I will pick you up from the train station at three. I love you. I love Everyone you have too. a great Friday. <laughs> uh, maybe we'll see you tomorrow night. Maybe not. I love you, Dad. Talk to you yep. soon. See everybody on the electric show if you're interested in, uh, well, about 10 minutes.